What's up, world? It's your boy Wes. And it's your boy Mosby. Coming at you with that locker room talk and the shorts on the sports. Where we keeping you locked in on the scores, but on the inside, it's a whole lot more. Because what's said inside the locker room stays inside the locker room. We in here? I believe we are. Uh, we'll give it just a couple of minutes before we get started. If anybody wants to join, um, welcome back. Yeah, yeah, we welcome back. Welcome back, man. How you been? Man, a lot has happened. A lot has changed, but it has changed for the better. For sure. A lot of improvement on my life. Uh, you know, some mistakes, some setbacks, the COVID thing is still alive and well to this day. You already Uh, know. Very odd, you know, that things have not gotten a little bit better because we did have a, a quick burst of moments where it got better. Yeah. But, you know, all in all, that's okay. Though. I still see this thing getting better as we go moving forward. For but, sure. Uh, For sure. I've been good, man, my brother. How about you? Can't complain. Cannot complain. Alive and well. That's part of the battle. Mm-hmm. You fight every day. Yeah. But uh, other than that, man, I'm, I've, I've been just like you. I've been trying to get get, you know, you know, finances in order, yeah, man. get, get, hey, we get affairs in order and all that good um, stuff. Making sure that the family good. Yeah. And other than that, man, I've been happy because football season is, is officially that. back. It so, um, so yeah, I've been, I've, I've actually been very excited these past couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And I'm more excited because this is a bonus episode, my, yes, my boy. A little sneak little bonus. You know what I'm saying? We, we had to the nitty gritty. We had took the little hiatus. You know what I mean? <laughs> Season two, uh, it went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of we got a lot that we want to do for season yeah. three. But I like that this uh, this is giving us a chance to dip our feet back into yeah. the water before we officially come back. So um, so yeah, I've been I've been real excited about that. Mm-hmm. And like I said. It is football time, you dig? Yes, so sir. you know what I mean. This is this is where we usually yeah. make our bread and butter when it comes uh, to the podcast. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. You know how we like the sports yeah. out here. You mean you can't have locker room talk this unless you got sports. This so so uh, I just want to really get your get your takeaways because we did. Uh, we obviously went through week one. Yeah. Um, and we've officially uh, are now in week three, which means the week two slated games are officially over as well. So I want to get your what are your major takeaways thus far from you know the beginning of the season? Man, uh, definitely was a little thrown off by the slow start of the Bills, just because. And I get it, it; it was preseason or whatever, you know. But they did look very well. Josh Allen, when he did get in on his drives in preseason, mm. I mean, he looked like. Even a step above what he looked like last year. And then, of course, you know, game one with the Steelers. I mean, granted, that Steelers defense is nothing to play with. I'm sure you appreciate that. Yeah, you know uh, I appreciate but, good defense. Uh, especially from Steel Nation. But, um, yeah, of course, you see how Josh Holland came out a little flat and those type of things. Right, right. And even then in week two, he started off a little flat again. But also, they are been leaning toward, more towards the run game. Which right, that, right. That's what they needed last year. So yeah. That was that one. Uh, man, the Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm all. I'm very surprised how this team just came out, man. Right, right. Some very two good wins coming out on the block. Uh, 
Man, the boys finally got a pass rush. Finally. 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 Uh, I mean, I've definitely known about Max Crosby. He was always that unforgotten gem on that line. But he just needed a partner in crime. And then, of course, you get with Yannick and Gakwe. And now them boys got something to sizzle with. KJ Wright. They got people forget they had Casey Hayward over there, a veteran corner mm-hmm. who has always been pretty good at, on the shutdown side. Uh, man, the Raiders are. I, Jonathan I know. It's got me too. Yep. Yeah, it's me yep. too. But right now, they look legit. And Derek Carr is letting y'all know what he really is about now. Like, got to, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people kind of forget that year when, you know, him, Amari Cooper and all them was there. They had a really decent they did. year. They went 12 and 4 that year. Like, they was actually a force to be reckoned with. And Derek Carr was in the MVP considerations yep. that year. Then all of a sudden, he had a few bad down, not down years, but he had a few little off years. And people kind of was like, oh, Derek Carr ain't. And like, now look at him. Taking hits in the pocket, airing it out now. Now he's taking big D shots. Big shots. Yeah. Big shots. He did have that big D shot throw to Ruggs last week against the Steelers. I mean, that's what they wanted. Yeah, that's what they wanted from Derek Carr. Yeah, that was a dime. That's That's what they wanted from Ruggs. Yeah. But you got to blame it on Carl a little bit because he's never took those shots. But now everything's starting to come out. Like you said, Ruggs is starting to come about now. Brian Edwards and everything. Just got to get the O-line a little bit more revamped on that Raiders That's team. fair. But that's fair. Hell no. That Raiders team looks legit. And uh, last takeaway is the Saints have me a little confused for now because, <laughs> you know, but also, like I said, from I, I, knowing a little bit of football, week one is usually you're going to get those weird games. Right. Somebody right. just comes out flat. Right. One team just come out. Feet on fire because they don't have the expectation. So they're just like, oh, people don't really think we're going to lose. Yeah. And I get a little bit more fire lit up on them. So, you know, they surprise me. Then, you know, you go against the Panthers next week and then they lay an egg. But they did have a lot of COVID issues. A lot of coaches down back had a rookie doing sub- substitutions and stuff. And that's already a yeah. downfall. So, yeah. but they do have me a little. They had me a little bewildered, but that, yeah. that's all with me, my brother. How okay. No, those are good ones. Uh, I, I guess for me, the first ones that I definitely got to say is it's the you can tell who, you know, took the preseason serious and who didn't. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I, I hate to say it. It's it's only been two weeks into the season. Yes. Teams like the Bills, teams like uh, teams like. You know, the Chiefs who just lost, the Steelers, teams like that who are resting a lot of their players in the preseason, came in, they got a quick dub, and then they made, you know, either they lost a a head scratcher, um, you know, and things of that nature. And it's like, it's only two weeks, you know. Most of these teams are are dealing with their preseason now. Got to let them get their feet under. So I'm not – I'm. What does Aaron Rodgers like to say? R E L E or A X. I'm sorry, my bad. There go my uh, there go my public school education. R E L A X. Relax, guys. It's it's just two weeks. Um, the other thing that I took away uh, is that, believe it or not, I think the Ravens might be in trouble. Um, reason being, the first two weeks, seeing a lot out of Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Uh, but I wasn't seeing a lot out of anything else on that offense. Yeah. Um, and that is concerning to me. Yeah. Um, like I said, he is a, he is an elite athlete. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to have to be an elite quarterback this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm very interested to see that. And through two weeks, he's already the top five rusher. 
Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it's only two weeks. Those numbers are skewed. Yeah, but but that was that was a major takeaway for me. Um, and the third one is I think Sam Darnold has Thank officially you. arrived, Thank people. You. I think you. he's officially arrived. I do like yes. this Carolina. Yes. I like the Carolina team. I like what they've been able to do with yes. Sam Darnold and the way that they're using him. And I got to say, he looks like the prospect that they were lo- like they were highlighting all these years. And it, that just goes to show you that organizations play just as much part in a player's success than training or things. You have to. You have to. Uh, you know, I, I just really love that they they provided him with real weapons. DJ Moore is looking like a stud right now, an absolute stud. Yes, absolute stud. Unfortunately, Christian McCaffrey is now out for a few weeks, but nonetheless, they they were trying. The point of you know him putting him with that team is to give him a run game that he can depend upon. The only thing I do have a little bit of question about is that O line a little bit. It's a little bit, a little but, but, a little but he's, he's a mobile quarterback, mobile-ish quarterback. So I, I, I take that with a grain yeah. of salt, but, but yeah, I That's mean, better protection than you correct, guys. correct, correct. And it's giving him something to work with and he's making better throws quite yes, frankly. So, so I, I have to say those are my major three oh, takeaways no. for Perfect. sure. Um, love to see it. Obviously it's only two weeks, but if they keep, you know, if they keep that up, uh, they might be a force to be reckoned with in a in a very loaded I NFC say, South. Uh, well, playoff some would loaded in the NFC South. Contender? Yeah, I okay. I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that. Okay. I'll save that because you know the the next oh, thing we got to get into is those bold predictions. Oh, you did no bold predictions. You did a lot going on. With you me. know what I'm saying? And I want to. I mean, we can only go. through. We can go through about two because I know we got a couple yeah. more segments. Uh, if you have three, by all means, uh, have that. I can keep it at two just because, you know, it's, it, like you said, it's week two. Do you want to bounce off or you want to go straight to your two? Take, we can go bang it. Okay. Bang, alternate off. Go ahead. My first one is, you know, I know I know you said you got your worries about LJ and all mm-hmm. them, but for some, I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, but I feel like he's going to have – that type of year because oh. cause, just because of what everything is going on. I I can, it, I can it, see it, that. It's what everything is happening. And, I mean, first game, I was a little hesitant, but I was like, he he just was caught in that hero yeah. ball mode for the first half. And on top of that, he didn't play all preseason. Right. Out. Right. Doesn't get his feedback on him. But once he started to settle down and everything, once the offense started to get back into him, he started to turn it on. But then last week, we saw the superhero that he was. He, we saw exactly who he needed to be. Yeah, he ended up transitioning into he, like I said, Superman. He he became the Lamar Jackson that we know and love, making crazy pass that crazy jump pass that he made that made no sense. Yep, he had yep. no business yep. making that. I, I know but exactly I like, which one you're talking I was about. Like, okay, here we go. And then of course, him, the way he's just been running the ball, it's like he getting faster. And, and the thing about him that I love about Lamar is, and you know, people try to say, well, they run the ball. We got to have our worries because of, you know, getting hit and stuff like that. The thing is, the reason people, you got, you fall in love with people like Lamar Jackson, he's just one of those great athletes. He th- he knows how to not get hit. Even right. when even when he open field, even when he going down, he just does know how not to get hit. When he run out of bounds perfectly, he knows how to not get hit by certain people. He does everything right, so I could definitely see him 
having that type of year, especially when he gets March Andrews back involved. Yeah, I can see him bouncing back in that type of year. We uh, we seem like we have a uh, a listener that wants to tune in, Chris. Can can you hear me, Chris? How's it going, guys? Oh, we doing well. We're doing well. How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Just listening in, man. I appreciate the convo. Yeah, yeah nice, man. nice. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. What, what's on your mind, man? Oh hell, man. Where, where do I start? Like, what's the topic at hand? So right now, uh, we we were just getting into some bold predictions uh, to you know for the season. Um, and and uh, my co-host here, Wesley, was saying that he believes Lamar Jackson will have another MVP season. Uh, do you have any bold predictions for us? That is a bold prediction, by the way. Lamar will never win another MVP, <laughs> just so you know. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think uh, my bold prediction for the NFL season is that the Browns will not make the playoffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hold, hold up now, Chris. Okay, okay, okay. I like where you starting off. Yeah, I have a real quick question for you, Chris. Who is your Who's your favorite team? Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay, okay, all right. So you're not okay. I just I thought you were AFC North fan. Okay, so, so no, you're no, very no. unbiased. Okay, yeah. awesome. So so what? Why do you say that, my friend? Uh, yeah. I mean, this is not the reasoning for my uh, my hot take, but. Everyone knows that 50% of teams year to year do not make the playoffs, right? There's a huge turnover, okay? The Browns were the only playoff team last year with a negative point differential. They drop a real live stats. Okay, Chris. Okay. So, okay. So, obviously, I know you watch a lot of, like, you know, sports news outlets and whatnot. and, And I'm sure you're saying that because, you know, there's a lot of people taking the Browns. Uh, to not only make the playoffs, but to actually be Super Bowl contenders, uh, right? So with that run game that they have, I mean, do you not think that will come in handy for them to make a real playoff push? Or are you just saying like, hey, it was was an aberration of a season? They have a fantastic run game, obviously, right? With Chubb and Hunt, obviously. Great run game. Last year they had a negative point differential, and uh, their run game is, is great and all, but but honestly, what scores points is having a, an efficient passing attack. Baker Mayfield is a top 20 quarterback, and he's in between 15 and 20, to be honest with you guys. Okay. okay. Especially if you take into a, a account the fact that him and Odell have never developed chemistry. Right? Right. Oh, correct. They're right. not on the same page. You're and that's right that's that. when Odell is healthy, which you know is what twelve weeks out of the season. It's uh-huh. not great. It's not great. So yeah. we have Jarvis Landry out now. We have Odell, who's supposed to come back and be the leading receiver, which I'm not hopeful for. I think the Browns are good for 25, 30 points a week, but their defense, their passing defense, is kind of weak, and they're going to see themselves in a lot of shootouts, which are not well equipped. For. They're oh. not well equipped for. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's funny that you mention that, and uh, I see uh, Momo has entered the chat, and we'll definitely give you the floor, uh, Momo, in a minute. Um, I, I now, Wes, do you, before I say anything, do you have anything to oh, say to that comment? What is that's one hundred percent true. Um, there, there is a lot to question about that passing attack yet, especially right. the injuries that's coming to them. Uh, like you said, them and Odell have not clicked the way they thought they should have. Yep. 
So it's made it be very questionable to see if Baker can really air it out. And then we haven't really seen Baker in a shootout yet. Correct. We have not really seen Correct. You could say that Baltimore game last year was one to the now. But we're talking about going toe to toe with the best of them. Yeah, toe to toe with but the best. We've not seen that yet. We've yeah. not seen that. No, I I uh I absolutely agree with both of you. Uh Chris, you made a great point. Uh you know, this is obviously Baker Mayfield's uh money season. Yeah, this is his money season. This is where he's going to make his uh his real, you know, push for a, another contract or at least a contract of some substance. And um and I I have been saying that for quite some time. You know, the Browns have found a recipe, but I do not think that recipe revolves around Baker. Yeah. Um, and I listen, I, the one thing I did say about Baker, you know this as a witness, the one thing I did like about Baker coming out of college is that he does have a very accurate arm. Yeah. However, that accurate yeah. arm is contingent and dependent upon the protection around him. He is not a mobile quarterback, even though he tries to be sometimes. Yes. Um, and he is not big enough to, you know, step up in the pocket sometimes and deliver strikes where they need to be. That's why he ends up trying to force it to people like Odell in tight windows. I think he, is, I think his vision is obscured a couple, uh, you know, in, in some situations um, that leaves him vulnerable. And I, listen, you know this about me as well. Uh, you know, I've been saying that I think the AFC North this year. Um, we'll have three playoff contenders in the AFC, uh, but I don't think it's going to be in the format in which people think it's going to come. A lot of people think that the Browns are going to be the ones coming out of that division. I personally don't think they have the cachet, quite frankly. I don't think they have what it takes right now, and I could be wrong, to take the pressure of what it takes to win a division and then represent the AFC North. Right. The people that have done that on, a, on an efficient basis are the Ravens and the Steelers. Both in which seem like viable playoff teams, yeah. with the exception of the Steelers right now. It's also very early, but I always I always give the Steelers the benefit of the doubt. They've been through this before. So I agree with you, Chris. I, I, I was not expecting you to say that they weren't going to make the playoffs, but that is a very intriguing a take. A it's a very intriguing well, take. Well, I like that. Even even beyond that, I think I think that, uh, I mean, a lot of different teams can make the playoffs, right? There, there will be a few who right. surprise us, right. obviously. Right. But I think if you're going to look at teams who make a playoff run, right, who make it to the second, third round of the playoffs, you have to have a quarterback at bare minimum who can run a two-minute offense. And the yeah. Browns don't have a two-minute offense. They have a six-minute offense. Yep. If you give them six minutes, they can run the ball and play action the way downfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Baker Mayfield can't run a no-huddle offense and push the ball downfield that way. He can't do it. No. I don't, I don't, no. I don't hate the guy. He's just not capable. That's all. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? Uh, just curious. What are your thoughts uh, about the coaching in Cleveland right now? Specifically about Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> specifically, specifically. How, how do you feel? About I think him? I think Stefanski is the best coach they've had in you know a handful of years, but okay. that doesn't make him yeah. a good coach. You know, no, he's he's yeah, better no, than what I, they've had, but he's still not good. He's still not good. <laughs> Still not good enough. Okay, well, that's that is a very intriguing take. Uh, I think I, like I that, think if man. the I think if the Browns were smart, they would hire a good coach from another team and overpay him. That would be much more, you know, financially, I guess, savvy than it is to find yeah. a hidden gem. Like they don't have a good history of finding hidden gems. But if you can find a proven coach and overpay him, 
that would at least be a more efficient move, you know, financially than it is to try to find a guy who hasn't proven himself yet and, you know, hope for efficiency and hope for, you know, some sort of offense that hasn't been proven in the NFL than it is, you know, to just like hire somebody away from another team. That's what the good teams have done. If you look at the 49ers, the 49ers have struggled for the last two decades, but what do they do? They hired Shanahan, who's a proven coach from Washington, and they brought him over, and they gave him a fat stack of cash and said, hey, become our head coach. Do what you do. We'll trust you for the next, like, five to six, seven years, Mm -hmm. and we'll see how it goes. It's a hell of a lot better than finding some no-name and and gambling money on that guy. That's not how it works, but that's my opinion. Dude, I I actually very much appreciate this conversation. I like this. Uh, Jacob, uh, you are more than welcome, unless you're just tuning in just for the conversation. You are more than welcome to also chime in. Uh, Right now, we're going through some bold predictions. Uh, Jacob is actually tuning in. How you doing, Jacob? Doing good. How are you? Well, man, doing well. Um, As I said, we're just, uh, you know, discussing some bold predictions right now. Uh, my co-host here, Wes, has said that Lamar will put on another MVP campaign. Uh, Chris does not believe that, but, but but he went even further, staying within the a- uh, AFC North and saying that the Browns are not going to make the playoffs this year. Um, so I'm actually very curious. I mean, do you have any bold takes that you would like to uh, discuss, Jacob? Uh, no, uh, I mean, I'm a Falcons fan, so nothing's going right. Um, <laughs> it's all right, brother. It's all right. Hey, listen, I even even though the Falcons are are steaming like they're trying to put it together here, uh, listen, the 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 NFC South right now, outside of the the Bucks, uh, I'm not saying that it's a open division, but. The the Saints have obviously, you know, looked pretty, you know, inconsistent so far. The Panthers do look better, but we, we haven't TBD. seen. Right. There, that is TBD. There's a lot more. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Panthers. I'm not, you, I'm not all on them. You're not sold on them? Because yeah, shit, I, they've only. Uh, um, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, don't, because they've don't had get nervous. Games. Don't get nervous. <laughs> What's up? Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Like, I, I got distracted with something. Um, so oh, I think that I'm not sold on them because uh, they've had they've had an easy game so far. I, am I sold on Aaron Dot? Excuse me, not Aaron Dot. Uh, Sam Darnold, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. also plan on waving okay. Robbie yeah. Anderson for my fantasy team. Oh, we, we will definitely get into that. <laughs> Dude, this guy is trash. Robbie's a bum. Robbie's a bum, but let's oh move on. Oh, my God. I, I have him on my fantasy as well, and skank. Absolute <laughs> skank. Skank. I am not liking it. I'm not liking it. He is, he is, he is really taking me for a walk right now, and I am not appreciating it. Uh, but I, so, so – I would. You, I don't know if you had tuned in previously uh, when we opened up the chat, but I, I have. I one of my takeaways for the season oh, I was. thus far was that I am loving what I'm seeing from the Panthers right now, at least when it comes to Sam Darnold and his play. And I think if he puts it all together, 
they could be a viable team. Now, like I said, you know, obviously it's an extended season this year. Christian McCaffrey is now out for a few weeks. Who low, who knows if that's going to be a lingering injury. Um, and I, you know, like I said, there's still a lot, lot more to prove, but with the way he's been playing right now, I could see them making somewhat of a push. And like I said, outside of the Buccaneers, I mean, I, I mean, it looks like it could be a very competitive division, quite frankly. Um, and, you know, I think that comes down to who you trust more as a quarterback. And we right now, who. I was about to say, we right now, who. it's a division with Tom Brady, which obviously we know he's proven. But the rest is Jameis Winston, who? Matt Ryan, who people think is washed right now, oh, and Sam Darnold, who out of all, you know, the, the latter of the, he's you know, two. yeah, he he looks to be the the prospect that people, you know, were making him out to be. So, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm, you can't be sold just on two games, but there's a lot to be, you know, there's a lot to, to left to see and a lot left to observe about this team, man. I I disagree personally. I think that uh, obviously it's the Bucks division, right? I mean, defending yeah. defending champs, defending yes, champs. I you agree. can't really make an argument against that. They still got Tom. That man is defying Father Time himself, which is fine. I don't like Tom, but good for him. I think uh, I think the Saints are the uh, <laughs> the best coach team in the division, right? Especially in the NFL, having the best coach team goes a long way. It really does. They just don't necessarily have the talent that the Bucks do. Um, so they're probably going to end up in second place and, and securing, a, uh, you know, a, a playoff spot. I think so. Yeah. Uh, the, the Panthers, if you would have looked at, I mean, just without, ah. without seeing how Sam Darnold has played thus far, he's, he's, he's achieved expectations. And then some, just a little bit above expectations, I think. Um, the Panthers, you could have predicted, were going to go three and zero based on how the season started, especially considering the fact that the Saints had like all of their coaches out and a huge portion of their defense out due to COVID. I, I consider Week Two a wash in terms of that matchup. You know, there's really not a whole lot you can uh, draw from that. I think as far as analysis goes. But uh, the Panthers are going to be a good team here in uh, two or three years once they get a chance to draft their own quarterback. I, I like Matt Rule a lot. I really do. I really do. But Sam Darnold is not a long-term solution. So go ahead and give me the Bucks winning the division and the Saints securing a wild card and the Panthers finishing, say, wow. nine and eight or so. Oh man! Oh man! Wow. Chris. I, wow. Okay, oh, all right, oh, Jacob. I, I, I think you were about to say something. Uh, I, oh, I was gonna say um, I could see that, but when I look at the the uh, Panthers' uh, schedule, they got one of the easiest schedules they can handle. I wouldn't I, do. I want to see the Saints in the wild card, you know, but I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina made it to the wild card. I wouldn't be. I would be. I would be. They they've had an easy schedule so far. The defenses they've played have been super basic. It's been cover two press, especially last night. If you watch a Thursday night game, it was cover two press the entire time, and DJ Moore ate them up. If they face a, a defensive coordinator worth his weight and salt, there's no way they're going to leave him open. What they're going to do is they're going to press DJ, and they're going to give Robbie the opportunity to get open and make catches because Robbie Anderson is not that guy. He's really not that no, guy. He's not. I'm waiting oh, to drop him right. Especially, especially with Christian out, with McCaffrey out, 
Like, that offense is going to sputter hard. The Texans are like, okay, it's the Texans. I'm not worried about last night. But if we if we move forward, like, the, Cow- the, the Panthers play the Cowboys week four. And the Panthers just played on Thursday night. And the Cowboys play on Monday night. Right? So the Panthers have four or five days, like, more rest than the Cowboys do heading into week four. If they're not able to win that game, they're definitely going to win at most – Eight games at most if they can't win week four. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. What, Go ahead, what, Jacob. Did, were you about to say something else, Jacob? Oh, no. I'm just like looking at honestly the schedule and just like looking at teams' records and stuff. Gotcha. Let me ask gotcha. you guys this, right? So, so DJ up? Moore is obviously, DJ Moore is a decent number one receiver. I, I believe in him. I like him. Yes. Uh, who else can carry that offense outside of DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey? Can anybody, like, is anybody good for, you know, six, seven catches or, you know, 80, 90 yards outside of those two guys? If one of those guys are out, like, who who picks up the load? If, if, if I could look at one person, and this is just based on how he, how he came about into the draft status, I would say Terrence Marshall could take over that number two role to to really be the good complement to DJ Moore. I mean, we see him starting to transition to that more now, especially from last game. I think he had double the target share more than, than Robbie Anderson already. He, I think he had like four catches going for like 40 to 50 yards last night. So the targets are starting to come. Terrence Marshall is a slippery Big slot type of guy yeah. that I usually look at him like. I mean, that's exactly what he played when he was at LSU. But I think he could transform into that good compliment, too, that if DJ Moore does get taken away, if they do take McCaffrey away, which would be tough only through injury in right. my eyes. Right. But if he if Terrence Marshall steps into the role he's supposed to be and becomes the player and they utilize him, right, which Joe Brady is there, right, which he know how to use him. I believe that he could be that perfect number two to help carry that side of the offense and give that backup force for Sam Darnold, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I would agree with you, except for the fact that they have Sam Darnold. If they had a decent quarterback, yeah. yes. Yeah. You're but crazy. Sam Darnold, I don't care what he's done so far. He's still he's still a question mark at this yeah, point. We got a lot to prove. I, yeah. I don't blame you there. I don't blame you there. We got a lot to see going on for that side. Right. And I, like I said before, I mean, it's only week two. I mean, obviously, there, there's not enough sample size for us to make any real predictions. Um, you know, it's – that's kind of just how it works. You you would love to see at least five games to see what the trend is. Um, yeah, at least to see what 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 a what a decent little average is in terms of performances. Uh, but like I said, I mean, I, I I've already went out to say this in my takeaway. You know, I, the one thing I do like about Sam Darnold, and I'm like I said, I'm not gonna go as far as to say like he's gonna be the MVP or anything like that, but I do think he has enough in the in his tank in his arsenal, at least in terms of like arm talent, to provide the Panthers with something that they didn't have. Uh, you know, in, in at least in, you know, I, I would love I like to say since Cam Newton. I mean, not saying well, it's, I mean, I love Teddy, I love Teddy Bridgewater, I love him, but he's just. Like you know, take a step from last year. Yeah, he, I mean, Teddy is just a game manager, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a game manager, but there is some limitations that just you know, big right? Ball. He yeah. just he'll get you a couple of points on the board, and that's really about it. And he and he won't turn the ball over. 
The thing with Sam Darnold is he's he's risky enough that he can really get quick points for you. And that's what today's league is all about. I mean, honestly, that's what Kansas City has turned this league to yes. be. It's about who can get some of those quick, cheap points to put the defenses on their heels. And I think Sam Darnold has just enough in his in his arm talent alone to provide the Panthers. And that's why it's so frustrating to watch Robbie Anderson, at least in these last couple yeah. of weeks, perform the way he's performed. Now, he obviously had that one big touchdown pass um, in, in the in the season opener. But other than that, he only I don't even I can't even remember how many targets he had, but it was yeah. it wasn't a lot. I mean, he was not productive at all, and that's the reason why you paid that man is to be a game breaker in certain situations. Now, like I said before, things can obviously change. It's only two weeks. It could be an aberration. Who knows? But that's typically what Robbie Anderson does, yeah. right? He'll he'll show up for a couple of big games, and then he'll be nowhere to be found, you know, for a next period that's amount it. of time. That's it. And it's frustrating to watch because, like I said, with a guy like DJ Moore. Uh, and now a guy with like Terrence Marshall, Robbie Anderson should be a guy that people should guy. fear. He should be a guy. Like it, he should be a guy to fear. And I think with the chemistry that he had with Sam Darnold in the past, you would think that would be advantageous to their offense, but it's not looking that way thus far. So, so I, I, I to your point, Chris, it is Sam Darnold, but you have to I, even even with the small sample size and the teams that he's played. It's good to see Sam Darnold playing the game with with little question marks about, you know, yeah. his hangover, his New York Jet days. You can tell the Jets ain't terrible. Right. They didn't, right. They didn't kill him right. out the way they did. Right. They might have did. Yeah. Right. But uh, I so and I, and I want to make sure we stay on 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 task. Do you have anything else that you want to input before we get to our next topic, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, uh, you know. Uh, Sam Darnold's coming off a Adam Gase offense, right? Right. Which correct. obviously made him look bad because that's what Adam Gase does. Okay. That's what he does. Yeah. I would say, I would say, I would say Sam Darnold's ceiling, his ceiling at like best case scenario is he becomes a Ryan Tannehill type quarterback. And there's nothing wrong with Ryan Tannehill, but. Ryan Tannehill is never going to be successful outside of an extremely run-heavy offense and running the play. I, I could, yep, okay. yep. I could see that. You That's know, a. I that, agree th- that. Those are both. Those are both. No matter what the scenario is, no matter what their uh, you know surrounding cast looks like, they're both bottom fifteen quarterbacks. Yeah, they're great off the play action. They can hit the short passes. They're yeah. good enough to make a read or two. Right to look off one receiver, maybe look off a safety, hit their second or third read, hit the fullback in the flat type quarterback, but they're never going to win you a game on their own. It's not going to happen. Yeah. They're not that kind of guy. And you know what? No, no offense to them. Like they're good at what they do, (laughs) but, but they're not going to carry a team deep into the playoffs because it is a quarterback driven league. And that's why the Titans are never going to go very far. They're never going to get yeah. past the second round. And same with the Panthers. Even if the Panthers had an outrageously great season, they're never going to get past the first or second round of the playoffs because they're not built that way. They're really not. They need a quarterback who can lead the team and win on their own. They don't necessarily have to week in, week out, but you have to have that you know possibility 
of taking over a game, throwing for 400 yards, two or three or four touchdown passes. And if you're not capable, you know, of doing that, then you're not really going to make it very far. So, I mean, at, at best, like I said, eight or nine win team at best, if all things go, you know, their way. But that's just, uh, that's how I see it anyway. No, I listen, man, I, I appreciate your input on that. Cause I, like I said, this is, this is why we have the chat open quite frankly. And I, I personally, I mean, I don't know about you, Wes, but there are some things that are left to be desired about that Panthers team. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, th- those are some great points, Chris. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Sam Darnold, uh, we, we wanted to get into this next topic. I want to make sure we leave enough time uh, to get through the rest of our segments. Uh, we have a, a segment we like to call Hot or Not. Who's hot? Uh, who's, not? who's hot? Who's not? And we're coming okay. into the week three slate of games now. Uh, we obviously have seen, you know, the Panthers and the Texans, uh, you know, that game. Um, so, I mean, obviously you can speak to anybody yeah. out of that game. But we're going to talk about individual players who we think are hot and individual players who we think are not uh, legitimate right now. Uh, Wesley, I'll let you you take the floor. Uh, who's a player that you think is hot right now? Man, I hope I ain't take this one from you. I feel like you might throw this one in. I'm going to have to throw out Rondell Moore right now. Really? Rondell Moore is starting to become – he might sneak into that number two. He really? Might, I mean, I don't know. If you, if you pay attention to target shares, I mean, he had 13 last game. Right. Had 10 game one. I mean, last game kind of showed it. I mean, what better player don't fit a, a Cliff Kingsbury type of offense? They get them on these jet yep. sweeps. They're getting them on these quick screens. Like it's everything. And probably Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray love and get the yeah. ball out quick enough for him and just let him be a football player. Go catch the ball. Go make a play. That's it. And that's Rondell Moore. That's the type of player. So right now, I, I like that right one. Now, I like that Mr. one. Mr. Rondell Moore. It's looking a really nifty hot right now. Oh, it's hot. Okay, I, I I will actually stay. You didn't take mine. I'm I'm actually gonna stay in in the rookie realm of things. Okay. Uh, and I'm believe it or not, I'm gonna say Jamar Chase, man. I love I'm I love the I love what I'm talking balls down. You know what I mean? Like I I think he, I think he hit a lot of people with the pump fake early in the preseason and with his little quote that obviously was blowing it. Yeah, I know, I know, but I, I like what I'm seeing. I mean, he's obviously getting separation uh, in his routes. They're using him the same way, pretty much that they used him uh, down at LSU. Um, and it really looks like he has some chemistry that a lot of people were hoping to see with, you know, your boy with Joe Burrow. So, um, yeah, and 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 like I said, especially with that offense right now, um, and they have a great run game in Joe Mixon if they put it all together. But it's their offensive line that I absolutely cannot stand with a passion, which is why I said I did not like the pickup of Jamar Chase. But nonetheless, he is producing in a way that at least through two games you like to see. I mean, he Joe Burrow's gonna have to get the ball out quick. They said that old line is revamped. That's what they told that, us. Yeah, that line is trash. That's what they told us. That line, revamped. that line is gum on the shoes. It is beneath me. That is yeah, trash. That's, that's what I don't I don't like it at all, but at least if they're going to be in a situation where they have to throw the ball a lot, yeah. they have 
it looks like three very dependable receivers. Oh, they have a uh, and that I, that that core is something to be you know that's something to to to, to really like you know that's a mouthwatering wide receiver core over there. And I think Jamar Chase has added an element that I I quite frankly think that the Bengals need at least in this time because yes, yes. they're going to find themselves in a lot of situations they where they're going to have to yeah yeah they, they do they look a lot more physical. Um, now they, let's get an indoor facility down there. Yeah. That's a whole nother discussion. Uh, Chris, do you have any uh, anybody that you think is is hot right? Now? Yeah, I got, I got, I got three. I'm gonna go ahead and lay down here for Talk you. Number one for me. Number one for me is Deontay Johnson for the Steelers. I think Big Ben is pretty old school, and that's their number one receiver. So he's going to be WR1 yep. throughout the fantasy season, without a doubt. He's going to feed that man. Let's go. Go Steelers. Steelers Nation, baby. Steelers Nation. I, I hate the Steelers. Hear. I hate the Steelers, but Deontay <laughs> Johnson is a he's a solid pickup. <laughs> number two, give me, uh, give me Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, backup running back. I think by the end okay. of the year, he's going to have more fantasy yep. points than Zeke. He's going to have more fantasy oh, points than Zeke. I can see that. I can see that, that man is a better runner. He's a better that. pass catcher, without a doubt. And he looks lighter on his feet, quite frankly. Yeah. No, he is. He is. <laughs> What's the uh, conversation? Tony Pollard is looking like that guy right now. And you have one more? Yeah, he is. He is. I got one more. This guy's a little bit of a dark horse, but if we're looking at the Bills offense, give me Dawson Knox, the tight end for the oh, Bill- really? Buffalo Bills. Now, I would like to hear your explanation on that. This is a good one. Listen, that man is going to be a top 10 tight end by the end of the fantasy season. I promise you. Oh, my God. Interesting. What, what, okay, so what is it? Because you know that's a very loaded pass catching core yeah. over there. You know, obviously you have Steph. Oh, Lewis. yeah. Emmanuel Sanders has come over, and he, uh, apparently he's the wide receiver, too, officially on that side. You, right. I, you know what Cole Bre- Beasley can bring to the table. So I, I, a lot of people think that a tight end really doesn't have much usage unless they're in the red zone. What, 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 what are some things that you're liking from Dawson Knox right now? Sure, sure. So the Buffalo Bills offense last year was extremely efficient, obviously, right? Josh Allen had an MVP candidate-type season. He did last year. I think uh, I think what we're seeing so far through two weeks is uh, Diggs is going to get doubled every game. He's clear cut above and beyond their number one receiver, so he's going to get double teamed. He'll still get his points, but he's not going to he's not going to lead the league in catches this season. I promise. Uh, Cole Beasley is their slot receiver. He's their number two. Uh, Cole is getting older, and I think this is the season where he doesn't pay off as far as his average draft position goes. I think he's going to underperform a little bit, and I think that if you look at if you look at uh, all the quarterbacks in the NFL last year, and you look at quarterbacks who perform well when they're under pressure, perform well in the blitz, Josh Allen was a bottom eight quarterback in terms of quarterbacks uh, rated by QBR facing the blitz. And uh, the obvious, like, if you're looking at a, a young quarterback who's facing a blitz or facing pressure, their number one and number two, like, looks in an offense is always going to be the slot, Cole Beasley, and number two is going to be their tight end, who's going to run the five-yard in, five-yard out, who's going to run the Y option route. 
Dawson Knox is a good athlete. He's got good hands. He's not fantastic or going to get to go crazy, and he's never going to be a number one option. But if you look at that offense and you're going to look at what defenses do to Josh Allen this year, who hasn't played extremely well, he's going to lean on his tight end. He's going to lean on his slot. And I think Dawson Knox is a better receiver than Cole Beasley going forward. So uh, I'm going to lock that in, man. I, I'd, I'd bet I'd bet a decent amount of money on that. Ooh, I like that one. I love I love those takes, man. I absolutely love those takes. Uh, Jacob, I know you're just joining in. We're, we're going over uh, right now who are our hottest players uh, coming out of week two and going into week three. Uh, who is one of your hottest players, or if you have uh, if you have multiple, who are your hottest players uh, coming into uh, this week's? Uh, Terry Mc, uh, McLaurin. I like that. I love, I love that one. Is he is he your only one? Uh, yeah. I'm just a casual fan. Okay, no, that's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. That's I like that answer, and especially now with uh, you know Fitzpatrick out, they're going to have to lean on uh, Terry McLaurin a lot more, a lot more. Um, so I do like that one. Do you guys? Um, okay. Do you guys so, believe it? What's up? I said, like, do you guys actually believe in Taylor Heineke? Heineke, Heineke. Uh, so. Do you do you Chase Young believe in why not? <laughs> I personally for me, and I, I'll let you also take the floor on that, Wes, uh before we get into our not picks. Uh personally, I don't I'm not gonna say that I I'm not going to put high expectations on Heineke. Um I do think he's good enough to get them you know, just over the hump to win that division. I mean, obviously it's the NFC lease um, and, you know, it doesn't really take much. Now, granted, the Cowboys look good. No offense, Chris, uh, but we've seen this. We've seen this before. So we'll see how the season pans out. But I think he, listen, at least in the last couple of games and obviously dating back to this is dating back to his playoff appearance uh, against the Bucks last year. He's showing that he's athletic enough to get the job done, um, and even even in the game, uh, ooh, the the last game, the Giants. The Giants I'm sorry. Um, even in that game, he showed a couple of throws that I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. okay. That's that's an elite level throw." What right was there. that all about? I, I was like, I wasn't expecting that from him. Yeah. And granted, it could be an aberration. Like I said, we don't have much of a sample size on Taylor Heineke, but. Nonetheless, it's good to see that he can at least take the reins in these past couple of appearances that he has played and get them, you know, competitive, make them a competitive team. And and the other thing is, since he is able to run the ball, and I do like their running backs over there, it looks like they have somewhat of the ability to keep offenses off the field just enough. And that's another thing that you love, at least in terms of, you know, having a backup quarterback take the reins. So I, that's my opinion. Do you have anything? Bobby said everything right. Um, man, I just I same thing. Taylor Heineke is, you know, one of those ones where I just feel like at first when I saw him in that Bucks game, I was like, they just didn't prepare for him. Right, they right. Know what they were getting. Right. So they were like, ah, this is gonna be a little bit. This caught us off guard for a little bit. Yep. But now you saw how he looked against the Giants, and I mean that defense isn't horrible. That secondary True. isn't horrible. True. It's pretty, it's pretty decent. It's pretty damn decent. But like you said, some of the throws that he had, 
that back end throw to Ricky Seal Jones. Yeah, that's that where, was. That's oh where I was like, hold God, on, what the, the hell we got oh going my, on That was beautiful. Yeah, I said, hold on, who the hell is this? Oh, my God, that I was, was I was definitely caught off guard by that. Because they cannot believe in them. I need a little bit more samples. I need a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, right, food. correct. Uh, right now, do I believe he can start yet? I believe he definitely is deserving of a starter. Uh, how good that it'll be. So that's TBD. That's TBD. TBD. I, I could not agree more with you. And speaking of not believing or we need more, this is why we have the segment called Hot or Not. Uh, because there are some players out there right now that people think are going to be, you know, some primetime players, some premier players. And I don't think that's going to be the case. Who is on your list of not players? I think I know who you're going to go with, but I just want to hear it personally from you. Uh, you're going to be quite surprised. Uh, you know what, man? This this guy, he's, he's been hyped so much over his life. You know, consensus number one overall pick. They say the kids, next goddamn generation, Peyton Manning, <laughs> goddamn Andrew Luck. Wait, they might you think know, played at Clemson and did all this and that. I, Trevor Lawrence. It, it's starting to be not who oh, I am. Oh, man. I, not, oh, I, now, before man. I say the guy fucking stinks, you know, before I get there, I <laughs> he has not shown me anything. And you can blame it on Urban. Yeah, it's a little bit of Urban Meyer, too. But some of the throws he has kept having, he must still think he's at Clemson or something. Yeah. He has been trying to fit balls that have no business being yep. where they need to be. He looks sporadic at times. And, yeah, I get it. It's the line. But if you over here compare him to Andrew Luck, I can remember exactly how Andrew Luck looked when his first game. His line wasn't that good either, but yeah. did he look at panic? Did he look on that ease? No, he did not. Yeah. Andrew Luck looked like he deserved to be out there. So, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah Peyton Manning did have a horrible year. Yep. But even then, you saw some throws in Peyton Manning that was like, oh, okay, this guy's going to end up being good. Yeah. We, we, we're going to end up seeing it here. Right now, I am not sold on T-Law. And you know what? Maybe this game against the Cardinals will do that. I, I just feel like with the way they line look and how he gets timid behind that line, you know, running back again. We had two interceptions last week, three yeah. week one. Yeah. Hell, give him Zach Wilson method this week. Four picks. I, I, I think it's going to be a little tough. Out. God damn. Yo, <laughs> and, speaking, and speaking of Zach Wilson, that's exactly who I was about to say. Now, now listen, I now listen. I'm not. This is not the the bash on rookie quarterback segment because that's I, we obviously know that's it's part of the growing pains when it comes to rookie quarterbacks. However, however, <laughs> when you're the number two overall pick, right. when you're the number two overall pick, there are some expectations. Yeah, yeah. And and not to mention you, he went above Justin Fields. Who was supposed to be the consensus number two overall pick? He stunk a little bit, and too. they both stunk. But it's it's and like I said, Bill Belichick is known to I give rookie say. quarterbacks a hard time. Yeah, however, like I said, however, there are some things that I just did not. There were a couple of throws oh, in yeah. that game that he was not supposed to throw in general. That's forget, going, forget, forget, forget. Right, I was about to say forget, forget. You know, getting confused in defensive schemes. There were some throws that he was just not supposed to throw. It was to the point. Where uh, Rob Sala had to really say, like, there, I have to teach him that it's okay to make, you know, play born yeah, or yeah. whatever he said. He said something along those lines. Typical. And, and why you throw, we feel like, ah, I got a live arm. 
let me fling it in there. I'm not. I was. I was not sold on his play in in his opener, and I damn sure wasn't impressed by his game against the Patriots. And he is going to have to show me more improvement in this next game to to for for me to believe that he should have been the number two overall pick. Uh, because like I said, there was enough questions in general about why he was gaining so much momentum going into the draft, and I didn't personally see it. I thought he was an athletic quarterback. And I do think he has, you know, some some really uh, top notch arm talent in terms of his of his angles and way, the way he's able it's to throw him. Yeah, but I I was never sold on him as in terms of elite quarterback because I he didn't play real competition in college, and that's part of the and that's part of what makes great quarterbacks at least in the rookie season is how well do you prepare for these games. And I just it did it seemed like he didn't I'm not gonna say he didn't prepare, but it just didn't seem like he was allowing the game to give him yeah. what was offered. And he was just trying to be the number two overall pick. And I did not like that. I did not like that at all. So yeah. it was it, it was funny that you mentioned Zach Wilson, because that was the exact person that I'm saying yeah. is not it right now. Granted, it's only two weeks, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing so far. Uh, Jacob or Chris, do you guys have anybody that you would like to say before we go into our next segment? Yo, I do. What's uh, the name of this podcast? Uh, Inside the Locker Room Podcast. Dear Inside the Locker Room Podcast listeners, I am truly sorry I wasn't able to address you before the season started, but to those of you who drafted Saquon Barkley in the first oh, round, Lord. I truly apologize. Oh, he is not. Oh, he is Lord. not RB one. This man is going to cost you a playoff spot if you continue to start him. Okay, my best advice I could possibly give you is hang on to this man on your bench until he puts up one good week, and I mean one eighteen nineteen point week. And as soon as he puts that up, please trade this man. Please trade him for whatever you can get, whether it's RB2 or 3 or 4, because I think by week 10, Devontae Booker is going to be leading that offense to a fucking 2-15 and 15 season. Oh, Go ahead and mark You're that down guy. in yeah. 10. I, 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 I agree, though. Chris, uh, we, we actually had talked about this briefly. I didn't want to believe it because he's on my fantasy. Unfortunately, I I was I was more in the believer that he would be used more than just his running uh, for the Giants. Uh, but it's clear that that ACL is is messing with his mental a little bit. And I I did not want to hear those words, but I unfortunately have to agree with that. Damn. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> if you want to talk about a week to put up 18, 19, this is the one. Well, week. yeah, you're right. That is this week. offense, Falcon State. But, you know. Yeah, you're, you're right. But that is it. <laughs> yeah. Chris, yeah, yeah. That, if you, that if you have him, if you have him, you better hope he puts up a good week this week. This, this week. And you have six days to trade him. Trade him yeah. in six days. Dude, Whatever your best offer well is, make it happen. Falcons. Oh my yeah. Well, well I, trust me. I'm look. I'm looking right now at other rosters. Uh, trust me when I say I am looking for ways to fortify my roster uh, in the event that he is absolute yeah. scrub. That's uh, for sure. The yeah, good point. Good that time. is a great point. I like that one. Hey, Jacob. I, I heard you were you were uh, you were saying something. 
Do you have anybody that you don't think is uh, going to be uh, a premier player this year, at least in the first? Uh, James Robinson. Okay. Oh, 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 okay, hold up. Like, uh, hold yeah. up. Okay, hold up. Because the, the other co host over here has him on his fantasy roster. Can you explain? Uh, as I said, you know, I'm just a casual. Uh, I love Tony Khan. That's all I know about the Jaguars. Uh, I do have him on one of my fantasy teams. That's a six team, six team league. I know that's uh, pretty trash, but uh, it is what it is. Um, the dude is doing nothing. Uh, also, will be on the trade block. Also, will be if this guy does not have another like. Okay, I'm just listening to what the naysay what people say. I, I'll be honest. Like they're all saying, this guy's really good. You want him on your fantasy team, and of course, when I draft him on my fantasy team, this guy's absolutely awful. Listen. Uh... Listen, we're actually feeling both of your pains right now. Yeah. Uh, first, it was Saquon. Now it's James Robinson. You have him on your yeah. fantasy. Yeah. I, I'll let you take that one. Guys, guys, just throwing it down my throat on this side. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I am uh, seeing the growing pains right now. I'm trying to give hope. I'm trying because I feel like now they're starting to realize that Trevor Lawrence is going to be throwing that ball yeah. 57 sometimes. Yeah. You know, Goldie Locks need to settle it down just a little bit. But I think they're going to start force-feeding him the ball. Now. I think Urban Meyer saw, maybe Carlos Hyde does stick. Yeah. Maybe he does stick. Maybe he does, in my opinion. So maybe he's have to realize we need to give to James wow. Robinson. But you're right. He is uh, stinking up my joint right now. It's hard to refute that. It's hard to refute that. So is um, Clyde edwards Elair. Ooh. You said your Wait, other knot? Was that your other knot? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, this guy. You're cooking with grease right now, Jacob. <laughs> you're cooking with grease right now, Jacob. <laughs> so, am I in the 16 league that I'm in? Or it could be 18. Oh, my God. He just came for your whole entire yeah. running back yeah, roster. No, hey, this is my. my I, I I'm in an eighteen league. I, I also made another league. I have both uh, Elair and Robinson starting, and they just like they're doing nothing for me. Yeah, listen. The beauty is the beauty is it's only two weeks into the season. I do think I do think at least in terms of James Robinson's, you know, I think, I think right. I think I think they're going to turn around because obviously they've seen that he can at least produce for that team. I don't know what in the world Urban Meyer was thinking, thinking that Carlos Hyde was going to be the guy coming in there. But, but whatever that obviously those are coaching issues that we are not privy to. So we'll see how that goes. But Clyde is definitely someone that I'm going to keep uh, an eye out uh, an eye out for because I mean I mean it, it, unfortunately the the thing with him right now I don't think it's so much his play I just don't think the Chiefs right now with the, as bad as their pass defense is or has been in the run defense actually uh, well yeah the, the defense overall. I don't think they're going to give them an opportunity to be effective because no. people are running on them at will, like at will. Granted, I understand it was the Browns and the Ravens, but it's not a good start to the season when teams 
see that as your weakness, and I'm sure they're going to attack that going forward. And if that's the case, their passing offense is going to have to be their their bread and butter. And if he can get some now, granted, I, I think he does have the ability to catch out the backfield, but if he can't get some real rushing attempts, that is going to be that is going to be something that you need to watch out. For. Yeah, excuse me, something to watch out for. So I, I do like that one. My eyes are open. I do like that one. Um, so uh, we are going to go into our next segment here. I see that Chris had to get off. Uh, we appreciate you for uh, for joining us, Chris, and we hope you come back uh, to speak with us at Inside the Locker Room. Uh, but we are going to get into our pass or run segment. Uh, obviously, that's a play on words, but uh, teams, the, the, obviously the hot or not was a more individualistic, uh, you know, segment. This one is a more team based segment. Uh, teams that will pass, meaning we, we are going to pass on their on their potential or teams that we're going to actually run with uh, and saying that they have a, a legitimate uh, chance of making either a playoff push or possibly a, a, a Super Bowl run. So uh, so who do you have as your uh, pass, uh, Wes? Right now, I'm going to have to go with those Washington football teams. I'm almost at the risk. Yeah, I know. I know. Still getting uh, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you. It's all right. It's all right. But uh, football team, it's really the defense that has me perplexed over there. I That's interesting. One of my one defenses where I was talking up a lot about it, they're going to be very underrated. I was feeding for them in fantasy yeah. football. I said, I got to get that team. Yeah. I got to get it. And, unfortunately, I did not get them. And then I see, and I'm like, oh, they stink. Yeah, they, they are getting uh, the roof blowing off of them. They are getting passed around. Uh, Daniel Jones looked like Michael Vick out there, Jesus. the white mamba running all over the place man. right now, which is ridiculous. And you see how he looked. I'm just like, what is going on? And then just the way they're utilizing Antonio Gibson, I don't yeah. think they're utilizing him well because, I mean, when they do give him the ball, I'm not saying this because he's on my fantasy team, but I am saying this because he's on one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he gets five yards of carry every time he runs the ball. Or 10 yards. Yep. And I'm just like, what did they just take what are we here? And I saw that last week he had a little shoulder issue, but he's always been limited. He, yeah. They limit him one practice and he plays full the whole time. So like, what are we going on here? So I'm, I'm, I really was thinking that Washington was going to take that next step to be that one team in the in the conference. Like, they can win a division. Yeah. You know, if I was a betting man, which I am, but you know, yeah. I, I didn't bet on them. But if I would have bet on who was going to win a division, I was going to come out with Washington. Right, right. Mainly because of that D line. Right, everything, but they're playing a little bit under my pass right now from the football team. Yeah, I listen. That is a great one, and obviously, there's. I know this is the running theme. There's obviously a lot more, you know, football to be played, and they can obviously make a case for why they may still be the favorite for that division. But I do agree. I'm not really. I'm not one. You thought their defense was going to be, you know, obviously their identity. But they're they're underperforming right now, uh, at playing at best average, um, and you know that offense now with you know Taylor Heineke taking the range, who knows what's going to come out of that. So I, I I can definitely agree with that. Uh, the team I'm going to go with, um, you may be a little shocked by this, but my but you may not be shocked much. Um, it's it's the Indianapolis Colts. Um, oh, I, I listen. There were a lot of people that thought they were going to be the division winners, Super Bowl yes, Super Bowl contenders because of Carson Wentz. And I've always been that guy. That guy's always. 
Oh, always. He, I, not, uh, it's not that Carson Wentz is not talented. He's a maniac. He is. He is. He is just very <laughs> undisciplined. If I was a Colts yeah. fan. He'll have me on edge every time. I'm, I'm, I mean, you you would think that now that he's back with Frank Wright, that that would be something. He is still he is still reckless with the football. He still it doesn't reckless. look like he's he's reading the game uh, efficiently. And not to mention, he's made of glass. Two sprained ankles. Two. It's because of his reckless play. It's his he reckless slide, behavior. He, slide, he slides head first. Yes. He and doesn't give a damn about what's I, going on in football. I absolutely don't understand what it is that happened to Carson Wentz after his ACL tear. But it is it is something that I am I am very disappointed to see. Um, because, we, like I said, when you saw that they made it to the Super Bowl, you were thinking – Wow, if they wanted with Nick Foles, they might have a real dynasty out here when they get Carson Wentz back. And that has just not been the case. Obviously, he's no longer with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's gone to the Colts, who have a, a, a decent defense. They now have a run game. They got a, a, a granted, the line is, you know, they were banged up, but they're going to have their line back. You would think that that would provide him some security in his play that would allow him to be more efficient. And he's just not saying the ground. Like I said, it's a new team. I, I get it. There's some growing pains that come no with more, that. No but it just seems like he's still the same old Carson Wentz, even under Frank Wright's leadership. And that is very disappointing to see. Like a maniac. Uh, he just plays like a maniac. Yes, you're right. And, you know, I've, I've heard this about maybe he has the Andrew Luck effect. And what I mean by that is I've read her interviews about um, Andrew Luck was the type of guy – Smart as all get out, amazing quarterback, amazing arm. But like right. I said, his intelligence was really was his ultra. It was his ultra boost on the field. But right. The main thing I've always heard was is the guy loved football so much that when that's why that's why he I feel like that's why he retired so early. Yep. Because once he plays like a maniac, guy yep. plays like he doesn't even get he doesn't understand what it means to go instead of just run out of bounds. He would try to go for the extra yard. It's like Andrew it smacked up. the QB one. Get, get, out, get out of bounds. Get out of bounds. We need you. And that's what I was telling you about Lamar, the Kyler Murrays. Um, Reggie Wayne was phenomenal at it of not getting hit. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, who yeah. I'm pretty sure learned from Reggie yeah. Wayne, phenomenal at it of the understanding when to take a hit. Yeah. When I, all right, when, when do I got to go die for that first down yeah. instead of, all right, I just caught my first down. Ah, do I really need to be trying to get these five yards? Yep. Let me just go ahead and take this out of bounds and show them get destroyed. Yep. Carson Wentz needs to get into that bag. Get stop. I get it together. I get it. it. You want to leave it all out on the field. Even even did the guy said he wants to play this weekend. He wants to suit up with two broken ankles at your own risk. With the way you play, it's just not smart. At your own risk, it's not smart. If he would just work on his slides and knowing when to not jump for, especially against a defense like the Rams. Yep, you're diving ahead first to get the first down. I love it. But it's just, man, you're, you're the, the QB, QB one, one. man. Uh, you know what? I read you slide into it. You take the head first. You get a penalty. Yep. You're diving yeah. head first. They're not going to call that because you get slapped in the back. You're you preaching. You get He going to go from the QB one to the QB none because ain't nobody going to want him anymore. Because okay? I honestly do think. Damage good. Yeah, I think his play has improved because he was actually doing very well against that Rams defense, which I was solely surprised. Yeah. But like I said. It's the it's the sporadic it's the sporadic runs. It's the diving head first to the first down. 
I get it, guy. You love ball. You're trying to give it all your. You want to die on this field. I mean, but damn it, this is the this is the NFL. Taking that hit towards the end of the game was very unnecessary. And I granted it's Aaron it's like Donald. Just get it out your hands, man. Yeah, get it out your hands. Stop trying to be the savior because of the fact that you were not the savior in Philadelphia. I think, I think he has a loser's is. complex right now. I, but that's who he was in Philly too. I get you it. Remember when he uh, tore? Yeah, yeah, he dove for it. Yeah, I get Everybody, it, buddy. I get it. I get it. You were that close to the to the end zone. Still, suck it up. Let's get this slide. I, I I just it feels like there's a lot going on in his mind in the game. It feels yeah, like that. Even watching him, is. and that's what's frustrating. That's his, the, I think he's because he thinks he's so big. It's that he thinks he just, that he, he can take on. Oh, I'm fine. He's been lauded as like this playmaking savant when it comes to the game and he is talented but the problem is you can't be that guy all the time and you damn sure can't be that guy when you've already suffered injuries and that's the problem that I have with him and it's like it listen you keep getting injured at this point like I said you ain't gonna have to worry about being a QB1 you will be found find yourself on a bench or behind uh, playing behind somebody else because nobody can depend on you Nobody can depend on you. You haven't been dependable since you've been back from that that close to MVP season, and and unfortunately that's that's kind of like the lost era right now for him. So or lost years because it, it, it certainly wasn't no damn era. But nonetheless, that is who I who I am uh, passing on. Um, teams that we're running with. Who do you got for me? Teams that we gonna run with. I got I got run down the line just a little bit. Man, because I know who I have, but I feel like you're going to say it, so I'm mm-hmm. going to let you eat. Okay. I feel like I, if I'm thinking well, right, I think I'm we're probably going to be in the same division if we don't have the same team. I am actually going to take the Arizona Cardinals. That's why I didn't say anything. Um, I, and listen, I, listen, I know it's, like I said, it's very early. They've obviously shown that they are a team that can put up points. The one thing that I'm very impressed with, though, is that it does seem like this defense has some juice that can get them to the playoffs. Yeah, they, they Last little, year, it looked a little off. Right, but right. Maybe it's because Kirk Cousins. It, it, it's very possible. Listen, that listen, that is a team with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. I get, I give you a pass on that. Kirk Cousins, don't you? I'm not putting Kirk. I'm, I'm not putting Kirk Cousins. I will definitely disrespect my cousins. You feel me? I will definitely disrespect my family, family members. That's a Christian. Forget him. Get him. Um, yeah, but the, I would give them a pass, but I do think that the, Isaiah Simmons looks like he is really coming along in this new, uh, at least in so this new far. Swiss Army role. We will see, but I told you I, I, I liked him. I had him as my early, you know, defensive rookie of the year pick last year. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition. Slow cooks. But, but listen, and, I, and listen, I get it. It, it, it happens. Um, but I did like what he brought to the table. It looks like they're using him around the field, uh, which can be uh, – that can actually bode well for them uh, because he is athletic enough to, be, to play multiple positions, and he damn sure has what it takes uh, to be a game-breaker um, on defense. So I, I like, to, like what I see from that. Chandler Jones is obviously a monster. Uh, you know, it's it, almost like they should pay that man. It, it's almost know. like they should pay that I don't man. Know, though. I don't know. Um, I don't and know. 
And listen, uh, Buda Baker is is clearly oh, a guy that, that right. He is as advertised, and he gives me he gives me confidence uh, on the back end of that defense. Uh, you know, and and I that's what typically is what it takes to have a good yeah. defense. Do you have an elite pass rusher that that can take some eyes off? Do you have a linebacking core that can certainly uh, you know be dependent upon? And do you have someone that can be whether it's a corner or a safety? That can shut down a game or shut down a player when needed. Yeah. They have all three elements, in my opinion, and that's what I like to see from them. So uh, that's the team I'm running with, at least to the playoffs. The only thing I'll probably say to Carl is that I'm hoping that we'll take that defense to the next level. And we kind of saw it last week was can the linebackers step up fully to play right, 100% right. and those corners? Right. I get it. Byron Murphy, who I was very high on when he came out of college a few years ago from Washington. I believe he could be a shutdown corner, but we have yet to see it. Right, right. correct. The corners have just got to step up. Like I said, they got Buda Baker back right. there at safety, but I got to see these corners yep. at the end of the day. And that, in that division, you're going to have to have to cover some people. You're going to have to. Facts. Yeah, but uh, my, mine's I'm going to have to go with, man. I'm going to have to run with these Rams, man. Okay. Uh, I figured you were going to stay I, in the same I, division. I, I've, been, I've been hot with uh, nine up there. They used to be up in the D-Town boogie for quite some time. Man. People, uh, and I can say, I, I don't care what it is. You can go back to what I've said, man. I've always said, yeah, the D- Detroit Lions stink. Yeah. But that man throwing that ball ain't never he stunk. He's never he stunk. It's just that you just didn't get to see it. He's, you, you can say empty stats or whatever. He was part of the reason they was in the game. Correct. And now you see him out here. Yeah, did he have a little rough outing? He threw one interception against the Indianapolis Colts. You're going to throw an interception. Right. Many times they throw the ball. It is what it is. Can you say he force-fed the Cooper Cup, blah, blah, blah. You can say all that. Right now, though, Matthew Stafford, I got to say, I told you that. I like that he guy. could be a dark horse MVP. Like, I like that guy. Get, yeah, he's looking like the guy we like thought that he is. The man can make all the air throws that he can. He's got a defense. He's got a better line, so he's not as sporadic. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, man. I am a big fan of these Rams. Cooper Cup is, once again, who is on my fantasy team. Yep. Cooper Cup is starting to turn into that 2019 where he's like the best wide receiver in football. Once Robert Woods get himself yep. going, they got a good tight end, Tyler Higby. They got if Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle can compliment Figure each other, out. that offense is going to be so scary. And then we know about the defense. Oh, what man. I love what they do about Jalen Ramsey now is, is they just ain't out there at corner and being away from the action. They got him everywhere. Everywhere. They're using him as a Playing star position. Slot. Star position. Yep. Slot. They got him as a nickel. They're working on the outside corner. He's following certain people. They, they miss him in that safety a little bit. They oh, my God. I'm loving everything. Yeah. A defensive back. That's scary. That he's is playing absolutely that star scary. position. Star position that I love to see. That good hyper position that he deserves to play. That D-line is still coming with it each day round. Aaron Donald looks like the scariest man in football, as always. These Rams. Yeah. Now, this game coming up is going to be telling. No A-B, though. With the Bucks, but still, it's if, Tom Brady. If, if it's they, Tom Brady, if they go out there and beat him, it's regular season. But if they go out there and give him a little, you know, a little chuck. Might need to start putting a little respect yeah. on that name. You put some respect on that. Respect on that name. I like that, bro. I, like I said, I figured you were gonna yeah, stay in that I, division. I got that's that's division, gonna be a slugfest. That's one of the hottest divisions. Yeah, that's gonna be a slugfest. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to see who comes out, or yeah, what teams. Team or teams come out of that division for the playoffs. Um, but no, I, I like that. 
Um, I, I know we're coming up on the end, and so I wanted to make sure we got this last segment out the way uh, for our for our betters out there. This is uh, something that we're going to start slowly but surely introducing when uh, we officially get into season three of the podcast. Um, and this is our sweat it or bet it take. Oh my god! Um, and what we're essentially doing in this uh, segment uh, is we're going to go over some games. And based on whatever, you know, whatever the, 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 either the money line or the over the under, um, just give our favorites, give our, give our favorites. Uh, we'll let you know if that's something that we're going to pass on or if that's something that we're going to take the bet on. So, uh, Wes, start off number one, Saints Patriots. Talk to me. I am certainly going to take the Saints in this one. Okay. Uh, I, what, what's the over-under on this one? Right, so are the Saints fa- or, or who's favorite in that game, actually? New England is favorite at minus three. Oh, I will take... Uh, over-under is 42 and a half. Yeah, I could see that, actually. I, I'll, I'll definitely take uh, the Saints, but I will take the points, though, okay. on that one. Mm-hmm. Um the, these are two good defenses. I do think that to to Chris's point when he was on here, I think it was aberration that the Saints looked that bad. What they did in week one against Aaron Rodgers is more probably of who they are, just knowing how Sean Payton loves his defense. Um, and they are capable of putting together defensive performances. Like they, We saw what they did to Tom Brady last year. Yeah. They didn't put it all together in the you know when the playoffs came, but they are known to shut people down. Um, you know, Mac Jones, he is putting together some very, uh, you know, good performances, uh, but he is a check down Charlie. He is put, he is check down Charlie and I cannot see Jameis Winston going out there, lightening up a Bill Belichick defense. Um, so I do see this being a close game, but I will take the saints, uh, but I'll take the, the, the points though. Everything I'm doing, I'm honestly, I'm staying away from this game. Just cause I get it. I get I, that. And, you know, I like I do like where the points are at with that. But I, I'm honestly gonna go with the Patriots. Uh, I feel like, you know, I know you call him check down Charlie, but that's only because it's this certain play. I think they're still easy, Matt, because they have right. let him drive the ball down the field at times, and he has once again delivered. But I think you know this is the type of game where they're gonna start to throw more at the rookie because they're, this is a good defense mm-hmm. so they're gonna make him be like, hey, you gonna have to make some of these deep found uh, deep field throws that he's. Pretty have shown that he can complete, especially his intermediate right. throws. But I think this is the game Mac makes that step. Uh, like I said, I, you know, I know the Saints had a lot of coaching issues and stuff like that, but they didn't have too many people missing off that defense. Uh, they looked a little underwhelming against the Panthers, but the Cooks and the Panthers might be pretty damn good. We don't know. Is this a home game, by the way, yeah, for the, the Patriots? Patriots? Okay. So, yeah. I'm mean, staying away from that game, in my personal opinion. That's smart. I say take the under, but even then, it's not my game. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. They're, they're pretty much saying it's a pick on pretty. But I think I could, I could see this game coming down to a, a one-point game, quite frankly. Yeah, I really could. I mean, I, Jameis is known to be a turnover machine. But he has he, Listen, but it is Sean Payton. I just I, I can't see this game getting extremely close. I, that's, that's the only reason why I'm doing that. Uh, but like I said, that you're you're more better than I am. But yeah, what's the next, the next one? We got out there. We got Washington Bills. Buffalo's favorite at minus seven. Uh, we got the over under. I think it was forty five and a half. Forty five and a half yeah. there. 
me personally, once again, a game that I'm going to stay away from because oh. you just don't I, listen. You know, when I week threes, these games like this scare me sometimes, especially, oh. when, you, especially when you haven't seen a team. I get it. You saw that 35 to nothing uh, blowout against Miami Dolphins. Josh Allen still hasn't shown and have that passing game hasn't yeah. looked like it's there yet. And, you know, I get it. Maybe it's good secondary. They wouldn't get too good secondary. Right, 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 right. Even then, though, I just don't. And 35 to nothing, you up on 35 to nothing. I just got to see a little bit more from Josh. I'm wow. a, Once again, I'm leaving it alone. Nothing in my bets that make me, you know, twiddle my fingers too. So here's the thing that I have about this game. Um, I am taking the under on the 45 and a half. Here's why. Here's why. Uh, these are two very good defenses. Uh-huh. Very good defenses. The only change in all, the only, honestly, the only X factor is the quarterback play. Uh-huh. And to your point, Josh Allen has not played the way that he's played recently. The, the, the football team is looking to put together a defensive performance that had, that, that we're all been looking for. I can't see that. And listen, what we said about Taylor Heineke. Not that he he's not he's obviously not you know you know your typical QB one, but he is mobile, mobile enough to keep the Bills off the field. Yeah, okay. And I would say I would trust the 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 football team's run game a little bit more than the Bills, and so I can see this game. game. Yes, because JD McKissick and Antoine Gibson. Uh, can or Antonio Gibbs can catch the ball out of the backfield and make the make them play small ball essentially, okay. um, and that's what I like to see. And so I do think that they this can this will be under. So you're telling me to start Antonio Gibson on my fantasy team is what you're telling me. That's what you're telling me. That's that's all I heard. That's Just whatever you said. You listen, you said. the Bills have a great run defense. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who? A quarterback's best friend is outside of a uh, outside of a tight end. This is true. It's a it's a running back. He can dump the ball this off is too. That's all I'm gonna say. So I I know you would like to stay away from that one, but that's that was my reasoning for that. But what's the next one we got on there? Slate, my man. We got Bears Browns. Bears Brownies. Okay. We're looking at the I believe it's got to be the Browns. The their favorite. I know their favorite like thirteen seven and a half. Oh, went down. Yeah, okay, seven and a half, and they were favorite at thirteen. I think so. Right. To start open up with, I think so. Interesting. The line is moving like that. Uh, well, it's over, probably because Justin Fields got yeah. called. Yeah, over so. under is forty four and a half. Wow, you said it was at thirteen before the Justin Field news was. That's weird. So they must have really thought Andy Dalton was going to stink up the joint. Pretty much. Wow. Ah, man, it's one of those. One of those ones for me. I know we get it. Uh, rookie quarterback. I would preferably like to see that line get to minus six, and then I might, I might mess with it. Maybe I might mess with. I'm it. not messing with this I one. That's <laughs> only advice. So I said, Mike. Uh, I have nothing for it. Uh, I'm definitely going with the Browns in my overall game pick, but you know, no betting for me. I, I am also taking the Browns, but I am not betting that one at all. I don't know what is in store for the Bears in terms of their offensive game plan for that, and that is the reason. Listen, he may, but he may not, and that is the reason why I'm not taking a chance because I certainly don't trust the Browns' defense right now with the with the with the performance they've been putting up lately. So yeah, uh, weird. I mean, weird. yeah, I'm, 
I'm gonna stay away from that game uh, for for sure. What's the next one we got on here? We got the uh, Baltimore and them Detroit Lions. What's the uh, what's the spread? The spread is you have Baltimore favorite at seven and a half. Okay. Um, the over under is fifty and a half. All right, that is that high. That is actually that is very high, interesting. But I get that. Because they believe that that defense of Detroit over there stinks. Uh, personally, and it looks like, man, we're looking at this whole thing of who's in and out. They got a lot of injuries over there on Detroit. I might have to roll. And I, if, if they want that many people, it, it hurt over there. But they do get a lot of people down and out over there on uh, over there on the Ravens. I would say take Detroit at seven and a half because that is a decent amount of points. But... We saw them blow their cover last week because they was had they was had eleven points last week. And and they could have covered that. I mean, that's a lot of goddamn points, in my opinion. So, if anything, take the under. Uh, I was definitely going to suggest the taking the under take on that under. one. That uh, it wasn't on my list, but I, I am I am definitely going to take that's Detroit in a, in a dub in this. Reason being, he's going money line. Reason being. And I know this is I know this is the Lions that we're talking about. The Lions are more than likely going to do Lion things. However, the uh, the Ravens have shown they are struggling with the with teams that can pass the football, and that is really the the Detroit Lions' specialty right now. Yeah. T.J. Hawkinson is becoming a star in this league. Yeah. I told you how I feel about Quintez Cephas. Yeah, he yeah. is officially now their number two receiver, mm-hmm. um, and he is a I, he is a physical receiver at that. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that you do like about him in, in games like this, yeah. where teams like to be really physical. They want to try to you know put the blitz on Jared Goff, and he's yeah. going to throw up a couple of balls. And you want a receiver like him that can go up and catch it. I believe if the if the Lions, especially if they get the ball to start out. I think they have enough weapons to really go out there and put up enough points to make make Lamar Jackson play uncharacteristic football. Oh and then that, to your point, D, uh, Baltimore's defense is banged up, so it, it can certainly be taken advantage of, and they just came off a very high win in Kansas City, which they should have lost, quite frankly. This is true. So, I, I mean, I, I think this is a very sneaky game. Very game. sneaky game. I'll, I'll take Detroit, though. Okay. Uh, I, I, I guess it. I, I'll still have to rock with the Ravens. Right, I, right. I, I think Mars gonna do Superman thing. Sure, sure. that defense right. sucks. By the way, oh, that the Detroit, Detroit, that defense yeah, sucks. And they I'm lot, not. And I just looked at the uh, injury report. They got a lot of down people on that defense. Yeah, so. that, I I hate that it's defense. Actually, no, it's not. My next slate is you got Colts Titans. I'm staying away from that game too. Definitely one of those. Uh, man. Got the uh, Titans favorite at five and a half. Yeah, definitely staying away from that. We'll leave that bad boy alone. I'll definitely rock with the Titans though because I believe Jacob Easton is playing. So, yep. See you later. How you doing? Yep, I'm leaving that one alone. Next one, big time. I'll big take. Time. I'll take the Titans in that. Big time. Uh, big time game here. We are calling prime time game here. Chargers versus the Chiefs. Is that on your list? Yeah, that is yes, on your list. Is. Absolutely. Ah uh, man, so you got the Chiefs favorite at set at minus seven. It's interesting. And it's very interesting because you have two. I believe the Chargers defense is just a little bit better than the Chiefs. At least right now, yeah. Chiefs defense stinks. Uh, Justin Herbert, I believe this boy. It want this is he. He lives for this right here. This is what he wants. So 
I definitely could see them probably covering that. You know, if you feel you get a lot of faith in them, they money line is sitting at a plus two fifty right now. You got a lot of faith. My favorite bet, and this is on my list, my favorite bet of this, in which I will be betting, is you're betting the over here. It's fifty four and a half. I can definitely see that going over. You can see a thirty one to thirty five yeah. type of game, a thirty one to twenty eight yeah. type of game. You can see you can see this start to come about in this yeah. game. I, I truly do believe they'll go over. This is going to be a Chris Jones. Is Chris out. Jones even playing in this game? Wow, I did not. Know I don't that. think Chris Jones is Frank playing, Clark and Frank Clark is out. I believe or doubtful. Jones. Yep. Oh, he's not playing. Frank Clark. Is out. Yeah. You're, if you're doubtful right here on Friday, yep. but I did not know about Chris Jones. Yep. I think he. I think either he is doubtful or maybe out. One of the two. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a bet, and um, you can, uh, we have some more of my favorite bets, and same with Steve over here that you can start to slide into that you could probably parlay it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely take the over on this game. You're, I believe, you're sitting at a decent odds. Of, I mean, it's minus one ten. But like I said, if you parlay it up yep. with the other picks that we have, you can make a decent. You can actually get a decent pay. Yeah, that that Chiefs defense cannot yeah, stop anything atrocious. right now. So I agree with that. Mike Williams might have oh, him a game in his career. Keenan Allen might go. Oh, he might have a game in his career. Guarding Keenan Allen. I don't know. That's either way it goes. Mike Williams has an opportunity to have a game in his career. God, oh my God! I'm, but I, I'm licking your chops on this one. I'm going to take the Chargers on this one. I'm going to take the Chargers. I I will take the Chiefs just because if it does get into a shootout, I would I would have to go with with. But I can understand that for sure, and I love the over on that. By the way, that's a that's a great next one. one. Oh, this is on my list too. So this is where you can start to parlay these bad boys. You got ATL, them ATLians. And the New York Giants. Where is this at? Uh, it's in New York, I believe. Oh, in their favorite body. It is in New three. York. Oh, is that the points? Yes, they are favorite at minus three. Ooh, oh, staying away from that. <laughs> and that's where I can't. away I, from I, that. I have to rock with this one. You, I believe you should take Mount Falcons money line. So straight up, just take the Falcons. Uh, you got a decent, nice little eyes of plus 130. So like I said, you match that in with the uh, – you max that in with the over that you took with the Chiefs and the mm-hmm. Chargers. Like I said, you can start to parlay something up a little bit nice. And like I said, once I once I drop you some more, once Steve drop you some more, you will start to see like, oh, this could be a decent five, six, seven, six yep. leg parlay to where you can get a decent payout. But definitely, in my opinion, I'm hammering the money line on the Falcons. That, that's just me. I believe the Falcons got this one. I believe. You know, we saw that offense starting to click a little bit against the against Tampa Bay. Yeah. So Matt Ryan started to look a little, it looked a little crazy for a little bit. But I think you know the Falcons are going to start to light a little fire and I'm going to start to realize that we got to get we got to kick this in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I agree with you. The only reason why I'm a little worried about this is because I feel like. The Falcons did exactly what they were supposed to do, in which we knew the Bucks were going to come out and lay, you know, lay the hammer on them. Yeah. And I think the offense clicked because it's like when you're down, you're more willing yeah. to take some yeah. chances. The Giants are not going to come in there, in my opinion, and and put up a bunch of points. And I think this, the coaching, is what I'm worried about in this one because it's going to be a very awkward game. I don't. I'm staying away from it by all means. Matt Ryan versus Daniel Jones, two quarterbacks that I'm not high on at all. That is crazy hey. how the NFL rolls. Because if you would have said that three years ago, oh yeah, people, people would have been, been like, like, "What? It's Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's gonna cook. He's, 
It's just it's different yeah, times, man. man. Different times. But I, I love I love your reasoning for that though. I, I love your reasoning for that. It could go anyway. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Next one. We're coming down the back stretch. Ah uh, man, this is your favorite here. Not not on your list though. It's not on my list. Because your boys are playing injury riddle, as we see. Yep. Your boys are playing the Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh my God. Nothing here attracts me. I just want to watch the game and see how this plays out. I'm going to have to go personally. The Steelers for now. I'm definitely, I'm going to go with the Steelers, but I am slightly worried. I don't know. Actually, never mind. I see a lot of people are out. I'm going to have to switch my pick to the Bengals because Deontay Johnson, high Deontay Johnson, he's out. And then TJ Watt is questionable. Well, T Higgins over there in the Bengals. He's out. But I'm going to have to roll with the Bengals. I'm not betting anything on this game. There's nothing in there that. Yeah, there's he nothing attractive be. about this. Uh, this is one of those, one of, another one of those games in one which I, I will. I'm also, unfortunately, as a Steelers fan, I'm also taking the Bengals in this one. Mm. But I'm staying away from that because I'm not sure what what Ben's status is. I mean, they say he's going to go play. Last time he played the Bengals, he got absolutely embarrassed because he was doing those dink and dunk passes. So if you're hurt, I'm sure that's not going to be any different. Deontay Johnson's going to be out. Najee Harris, I do think he can have a, a pretty decent game. However, I, that that offensive line is still, you know, forming. So, you know, the Bengals have a real advantage here. And they play and listen, the Bengals are playing with nothing to lose. And that's the yes. real that's the real reason why I'm yeah. scared of that game. They're playing with nothing to lose. That's why I'm picking them to win this game, and they can pass the ball better than the Steelers can right now. So that's a good one. Makes sense. Next one we got on here. Cards and the Jags. Some say this could be a trap game. Very much Once so. Again, so I am not betting on it, but you do have the cards favorite at seven and a half, which definitely surprises me yeah, a lot. Definitely surprises me. They should definitely be up more after yeah, the last two games. surprises me a lot. And I've seen it on everywhere. Of course it's, it's a trap game. Yeah, Sports Vegas knows something. If not even a trap game, we could see a game like last week where yeah. the cards barely beat them like one. Yep. I'm not telling you to take the spread at all, but I'm staying away from it. You know, I'm, this isn't financial advice for me. I don't. Yeah, I, the only thing I will say is that, uh, you know, this is part of the reason why, you know, some people are not high on the Cardinals. Last week you thought they were going to go out there and, you know, put it on the, the Vikings, and obviously that did not happen. Uh, you know, Urban Meyer is looking for a win. I think they are going to be inspired in this game. Um, I mean, listen, I, there's nothing to be – I mean, there's a lot to be desired with this Jags team, um, and you would hope to see some flashes. Who knows? I This may be the game where they show you some flashes, at least the fact that they can score. The one thing I will say about them is that I do like what I'm seeing, at least in terms of the connection between Trevor Lawrence and Marvin Jones. I yeah. think that is something that they can expand upon. But with the status of how James Robinson is going to be in that offense has not been seen yet. I mean, it's, it hasn't been likely. So I'm I'm with you. I'm staying away from that game uh, by all means because O-line, O-line. seven and a half just feels a little feels a little weird to me. Yeah, yeah a, little, a little a little weird with how much funky. hype is coming around the, the Cardinals. So I agree with you. Uh, next one, you can say this is the stink of the week in my eyes. Jets, Broncos. Boo. I have nothing to bother with it. I'm going what, to who's favorite? Yeah. 
a few uh you want to throw a little teaser in for my people that don't know what teaser Ten and a half. Oh, God. You want to throw a little teaser, you can bump up the points a little bit. So what that means is if you do a teaser and goes to, like, FanDuel or whatever or anywhere, wherever you uh, bet at, you can probably bump up the points to, like, 15 and a half, like, 12 and a half, and probably make those odds. You can make the Jets to be, like, a plus 12 and a half, plus 15 and a half, if you feel like they can cover that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of points, but – since it is the Broncos. I have not seen much from the Jets. Uh, no. I don't believe they covered the spreads at all. Since they got this ball rolling. No, actually, they're 2 0. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Going 2 against the spread. So, yeah, if you want to do that, you know, if you want to throw a little teaser and try to get something out of that, just because of a decent amount of points, but I wouldn't advise on that. Surely my co host here, Steve, this is no. definitely a saying word. I'm staying away from that. I hate word. that game. So go Broncos! Shout out! Uh, to yeah, teams. I'll take the Broncos in that too, though. Yeah. Now, next game: Miami and Vegas. Uh, yeah. Interesting one. Jacoby Brissett looked like he didn't know how to play football last week. Depends on how much you trust the Raiders in this one. I, I like. I partially like this one. This is the one you're messing with. I, uh, partially, partially. Now I'm not. I, I'm obviously not personally betting on this game, but it's three and a half. Yeah. All right. For the Raiders. Raiders For the Raiders. Now, listen, it's not like the Dolphins have much of a run game, but they can. uh, Listen, Jacoby Brissett has played in the league before. His defense on that Raiders team. Listen, it it can be had. Listen, the reality is they are playing well, but it can be had. Will Fuller is coming back. Is is that not correct? He's playing this week. He's coming back. I mean, you know. They the the one thing about the Dolphins team is I I I trust Brian Flores in situations like this to motivate his team enough to come out there and play. I, that's all I'm saying. I, that's all I'm saying. I I think that is fair enough. Three and a half is fair enough. I I could see it. I could see it. I could see them covering. I could. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's, but like I said, good odds. It, it's not like it's a backup quarterback that we haven't seen before. All What's the over-under on this, by the way? Over-under is sitting at 44 points. See? Oh, I my God. Uh, never mind. Whatever. Oh. Uh, we talking, what, 21-23 type tough. game? That's tough. Like, that's tough. You couldn't see that? You see what I'm saying? That's tough. That's just tough because you just don't know. I mean, essentially, it's a touchdown is what they're saying. But I'm like, I do, too. I do, too. That's just me. That's just me. That's that's just me. That is just me. I'm not doing that, obviously, but I could see it. This is one of those games where I feel like someone could potentially, you know, because what's the money line? 170. We take the Dolphins. I'm I'm going Dolphins. That's not not saying I'm betting. But if I would, though, I'll probably look at that money line. Over-under is a little too shysty for me. I know, I know, this I know. that type of over-under and have me sitting on the edge of my bed and losing my damn mind. I'm going to take the Raiders in this one because I got to stay consistent without talking about early. But, yeah. All right, next one we got going to the granddaddy of them all, as they might say, Buccaneers and the Rams. Right, right. This is this is it. Uh, I'm uh, sure this man, is man. This is I it. wonder what this over uh, the spread sitting at a good minus one for these for these bucks. That's oh, that what we're is talking beautiful. about. Uh, 
<laughs> Once again, are you taking them? You said you got them to win. Yeah, this is another one. This is what you can parlay with. You can do it if you want to. You have plus one fifty odds if you take the money line for the Rams. I'm going money line Rams. One hundred five or one hundred five. No, either one. Either yeah. way, it's still good. It's still good enough odds for that. It's still good enough odds. And if you still feel a little risky, don't even take money line. Just take the take the spread. Just take the spread. And then again, you really at plus one, I would take it. Okay. I would do it. I would do it just because I believe in these Rams. That's just me because I believe in the Rams. I got a lot of faith in the Rams. Uh, seeing how once again I've known these Bucks. The Bucks have tend to they'll get hot for a little bit and then they they have one game. They're, right, they're right. Have that one game, and I believe in the Rams had their number last year. I believe once again they're going to have their number because they have a better quarterback now too. Right, right. So I'm definitely going to rock with that. But my number one for sure bet bet the money line. At the money line Rams, in my opinion. You guys said plus 105 right there. The over under 55 and a half. Yeah, that, that intrigues me yeah. because the Rams defense is a little bit better, in my opinion, than the Buccaneers defense. That show run defense is pretty run, they run defense is crazy as it's gonna be. Passing though, I get it. Mike Edwards had those two touchdown yeah. passes. Shout out yeah. Cincinnati. But yeah, it's because it wasn't because Matt Ryan was out there just. Well, listen, man. I, I, listen, the one thing about the, the Buccaneers is that they have multiple weapons. This so is true. Oh, like, like true. You know, Gronk is obviously back. It looks yeah, like he's Mike back Evans, in full fledged. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, like. Jay Rams is going to be. Like that. I mean, yeah, but like I said, I mean, who else you going to stop? Yeah. Up? So I'm like, I, I don't. I don't. I, listen, I'm with you. Taking the over. Points for NFL game, though, guy. We're talking. Well, about, uh, listen, listen. I could see this being a 31 30 game, though. I could. Actually, if, if anything, I actually could see. I could actually see some. Listen, I'm Someone can get the 35 in this game. No matter who you think it is, someone can get the 35 in this game. Now, and I'm, I'm, I will say the Rams can get there because, obviously, to your point, they have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. But someone can get the 35 in this game. The offensive firepower is too elite. And the QB talent is something to be desired. Like, this is, this is something that we've kind of been waiting for. So, Think about it. I think about hammer, it. Hammer the over, people. Hey, that's all I'm hearing. That's Fifty-five I'm hearing. and a half. Come on now. Hammer the over. Hammer the money line rounds if you like to. Thank you. If you like Thank to. you. Uh, this bad boy. Seahawks Vikings. I know this is on your list. I yep. see. I'm uh, definitely taking the over on this one. I'll yeah, take. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Seahawks in a win. Um, but I'm definitely taking the over on this game. Uh, both of these defenses are struggling, um, in my opinion. You have, I mean, listen to the lineup. You have Russell Wilson with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson. They mm-hmm. just came out of a high-scoring game with Tennessee. Uh-huh. They're coming to see Minnesota. Minnesota just came off a high-scoring game with Arizona Cardinals. Their defense is nothing that that scares anybody. But you also have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, this is this is about as strong of an offensive game that you're going to see this week, huh? I believe so. The, the latest that they said is that they're going to have they're going to have Dalvin ready to go for the game. 
that was what I believe Zimmer said in his latest press conference. But but even if they don't listen, it's you're going to ask you're going to ask the Seahawks to cover Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and I think Kirk Cousins is good enough to get them thirty points. Come on now. That's a good hammer like that. I, I, I love that. I'm definitely taking the over on that game without a doubt. Without a doubt. I probably have to hammer the uh, – man. That's all I'm like for me. I'm probably not gonna bet for this game. I mean, no, I got. I, I, you got a spread of, of minus two and a half, minus two. Ooh, minus uh, two. Yeah, crazy. And then the over, like you said, was fifty five. Which yeah. you know, I'll I'll take if anything, that's that. a decent bet. Yeah, that. I'll probably that, that's the game. I'll leave alone, enjoy and watch the show. Uh, I mean, like you said, that's if you're looking at total yards on both sides. Seattle's with four hundred. Minnesota's averaging 425. Come on now. Come yards, on. yards allowed, we're looking at 461. Minnesota's allowed 455. It sounds like my man Steve's on to something over hey, here. Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, please hammer that over in the game. Come on, man. It's, it's, this one is a little – lay that bad boy. This, that actually might have been my easiest one to take over, yeah. over on that one, without a doubt. Um, we're coming down the backs nine of the last two – Got yeah, Packers and 49ers on a late night tip. Oh, right now you yeah. have the uh, 49ers favorite at minus three. Ooh, crazy. Very odd there with all the injuries that they have at the uh, cornerback position. Right. Interesting. So, but yeah, that's on my list as well. So, what's I'm, the over on this? Uh, over under? Over under on that bad boy is 50 and a half. Oh, yeah. Very interesting okay. based off the high scoring yeah. side that they just had. Um, for me, I'm taking the Packers at money line. I mean, it's plus 145 odds. I mean, come on now. Uh, some sites have them at plus 140. Uh, definitely pay attention to how that line kinds of go as you start to get throughout the week. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, like I, I mean, I just ran by you that their cornerback position is riddled with injuries. I mean, right. I have Josh Norman on Devontae Adams, and how is that going to go? I, I really cannot tell you. I don't know if it's going to bode well or not. Uh, I believe Aaron Rodgers is starting to get back in his groove. Aaron Jones is on a high right now. Um, I get it. You got Fred Warren, Dre Greenlaw back there. I, that's a good run defense they do have. But, you know, Matt, Matt LaFleur showed it last week that he can dial it up for Aaron Jones any other way. Oh, yeah. Dial yeah, it up yeah. any other way. Aaron Rodgers get back in his groove. Uh, now, I will say San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo, and I saw his stat today, he is 10-0 and on Sunday night football games. I did not know that. That's uh, crazy. Uh, or 6-0, and sorry. He's 6-0. and But, uh, you know, everything's got to come to an end, and I believe that this is the rhythm. Just because, like I said, the 49ers are beat up a little bit, and I think the Packers are going to sneak this one in right here. I could see that. Um, I do think that there are certain teams that have your number. I think the Raiders yeah, and the Steelers yeah, yeah. are a good example of that. So you Steelers are the better team, the obviously, Niners. but they continue to lose to them in these weird games. I just feel like the Saint, the, the 49ers have their number to some I regard. Say they're down to a concussion trace sermon. But I get that, but it's I, here's the thing, though. It's when have we ever sat there and, and thought that Kyle Shanahan cannot run his offense regardless of who's in his backfield? I mean, he had Elijah Mitchell going off for freaking 100-plus yards, and nobody even knew who he was. 
So I I do agree. It does. It it is gonna seem like a you know a tall task, a tall mm-hmm. order for whoever's taking it. But I think that offense is built for runners, and unfortunately, I think that's the the Packers' weakness right now. You can run all over them at this point. There it is for sure. Okay, so you're taking the Forty Niners. I'm taking the 49ers, yes. I understand. Anything you're betting on in that game? No, I, not in this one, no. Understandable. Last but not least, the Monday night special. Big Dak, America's team going against the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts. Who's the who's favorite? The favorite in this one is the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, at go ahead, give me Philly. And a half. Yep, go ahead, give me Philly. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Straight Give money, me. straight up, or are you talking about spread? Uh, I'm. A, I actually have this one on my. Uh, I'm you actually. I have the over under on this one. Fifty three. Oh, okay. I thought it was fifty two earlier, 52. but fifty one. It's still the same, but it's the same. but uh, yeah. I I personally feel like one. It's a prime time game. Yeah. Um, we all know what Dallas specialty is. Throw that football. Um, you got way too many receivers out there to not do that. Uh, Cooper is healthy. Amari Cooper is healthy. The one thing I am interested to see um, is how Philly's defense responds um, Mm. in this game. Uh, But nonetheless, we've seen this before in in their matchups. Uh And the one thing that that Philly didn't have last year was a wide receiver group. And I'm not saying that they have it technically now, but Jalen Rieger – it looks kind of looks looks like better. That, that yep, he 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 looks much better, and that's because of the appearance of Devontae Smith, who is clearly their wide receiver one out there. Yes, their tight ends. And granted, Zach Ertz is going to be out, I think, due to COVID nineteen. But nonetheless, Dallas Goddard is still going to be available. I think Jalen Hurts is playing efficient ball enough to put up points because Dak is going to go out there and try to. Make his money. That's why they paid him all that money. He's gonna go out there and throw it and use his arm. And Mike McCarthy, McCarthy stinks. He doesn't run the ball. And and Nick Sirianni right now, for what it's worth, it looks like he does have somewhat of an offensive mind that can help them keep up crazy. with. Hey, listen, they went out there and put it on Atlanta. I I think I think they have enough to cover or to to do the over in this game. Okay. I definitely do. Dallas's defense. Okay. With the exception of Michael Parsons, who is, you know, he's obviously shown flashes. I'll probably take the Eagles as well, honestly. Yep. Any anytime it's like this, I'm taking whoever's the opposite of Dallas. I like it. I'm getting like taking it. the Eagles. I like it. So Give me the Eagle Beagles. So you're parlaying out. Let's look at you right here. So uh, you know, Steve has a decent parlay right here. I think three leg parlay. Washington Buffalo under. Yep. Seattle Minnesota with the over. And Philly and Dallas with the over, over. Uh, If you guys are big under and over type of people, that that that's honestly those are your best bets. In my personal opinion, from the whole week, I mean, there is some decent ones out there, but these three right here seem pretty. Just see some solid hits. Just, just so you know, Philly and Dallas's defenses are not putting up numbers that make me concerned about this. I agree. I agree. All. I agree. At all. all. Freaking and granted, it is Tampa Early Bay, but three. Tampa Bay went out there, put up what was it, twenty eight? How yes. much was it, twenty eight? Yeah, 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 you put up twenty eight. Come on now, I'm gonna take that all day, baby. I'm gonna take it all day, I'm with you. all day. I'm with you, man. That's that's it. And they should, and honestly, uh, the Chargers should have had more points on them too. Yeah, they missed a lot of points. There was a lot, a lot of points, points missed in that game. I'm not falling for that. I'm not falling for that. 
I'm just not the, falling Justin for Herbert it. definitely was yep. there and out. Not falling for it. I agree. This team can't be scored that, on. That looked like an automatic hit. So yeah. that's mine. What about yeah, you, bro? Like I said, my, uh, for my, my favorite picks, you want to parlay it up if you want to. Like I said, I got Chargers versus Chief over 54 and a half or 55, even. Falcons with the money line, which give you a plus 130. Rams money line will give you a plus 105. Pack, uh, Packers money line, which gives you a 145. One, 140, 140, depending on the sites that you might get to. But if I parlay those out, I believe it gives you like a plus 700 odds. So if you want to round that up, you can get about a good, decent, put about $20, $25 on that. You get about 140, probably 150 payouts, something like that. So, okay. You know, just so if you want to dabble away, it's a big risk parlay, but I think, you know, it's weak. Hey, you game. ain't betting if you ain't you taking it. You ain't betting, you ain't trying. That's the type you of You hear me. So, uh, so that is uh, that is actually so going bad. to conclude it. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this bonus episode. Uh, if you want to hear the full bonus episodes, you can check this out when we upload it uh, on our podcast. Uh, which can be heard wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify. Shout out to Spotify, Spotify yeah, for, the, for the new app. Um, but, yeah, so uh, t- you can find us at Inside the Locker Room Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you also want to follow us on our pages, on our social media, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at, at ITLR underscore podcast. Um, and so uh, that will conclude this bonus episode. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Mosby. Your boy Wes. And we thank you guys again for tuning in to Inside Peace. the Locker Room. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs>